Hi, I'm Justin. I'm Josh. And I'm Austin. Hey, have you guys seen My Cousin Vinny? No. No. Wait, really? What? N- nope, I have not. <laughs> oh. Wow, okay. Nice. Do you know anything about it? Uh, I do. I know some things about oh, it. So, Josh, you go first. It's yeah. like you've seen it. Um, what I want this movie to be is an action comedy about a wholesome family in New York, or maybe not New York, and their cousin, Vinny, comes to visit, and they're like a gangster, and due to movie reasons, they get the family involved in some sort of gangster shit, and it's a it's a roller coaster adventure from Ooh, there. What time period? Do you think it's in the nineties? Yeah, I think it's yes, most definitely it's in the nineties. Okay, because this movie comes yeah. came out in ninety two. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um Yeah, that sounds exciting. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> like he yeah. he hides a bunch of drugs in the house or something or like Maybe you're always wishing for a Home Alone situation in these movies. Too. I'm not. Every I'm single movie, you're like, really this not. is where it turns into Home Alone. <laughs> There's just been a lot of movies lately where it seems like it could turn into Home Alone. You're going to Home Alone these vampires have stakes that swing down and hit them. <laughs> I think it's just every movie would be better if it was Home Alone. Yeah, that's true. And uh, you've seen Die Hard, so we can't even put that on the list. No. That's, that's adult Home Alone. I haven't seen Die Hard Four or five? I'm not gonna watch those. A special... Oh, either four or five. They're they're pretty bad. Have you seen those? The new Die Hards? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're... I have not. Oh, you haven't? I have not. Oh, okay. Well, if Josh wants to sit through them twice, I guess we can put them on the list. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're worth it oh, at all. Uh, this is My Cousin Vinny. We're gonna watch it, we're gonna get back to it, and we're gonna explore it. Oh, yeah. Bye. Must I meet you in a secret rendezvous? Why must we steal away to steal a kiss or two? Why must we wait to do the things we want to do? Why? Oh, why? Oh, why? Oh, why? Oh, why? All right, we're back. We just watched My Cousin Vinny. Some of us for the first time. Yeah, what do you guys think? Well, you go first, Austin. I enjoyed it. I uh, I kind of knew the premise beforehand. I knew that it was a courtroom drama, not Mm -hmm. because that's on your list, but uh, I'd seen promos for it. I'd seen uh, whatever the splashes are for like whatever channel this was. TNT. Growing up, you said you saw it a lot on TV. Yeah, I don't remember the channel, but I remember watching it. I didn't. I I never saw this growing up. I always assumed. Joe Pesci was the defendant, and Marissa Tomei came in to save him <laughs> and be the lawyer. Which is totally... She's totally the hero of this movie. She is, yeah. She she saves the day for sure. How old were you when you saw this? Probably like 15 or so. Okay. Uh, it was 1992, so about the time it came out. I mean, syndicated on cable and stuff. Yeah. Did you have cable growing up? Oh, yeah, I did. Like all, like, 60, 80 channels, something? I don't... Yeah, we had a lot of channels. Until I was 10, we only had, like, the local channels, the 1 through 13, but some of them aren't even there. Mm-hmm. And, like, one of them's a public access, which has nothing good ever on it. And I'm not talking about PBS. PBS is amazing. I'm talking about the public access, where it's, like... Some old dude in his garage just yelling about how this alley used to be 
uh, like Civil War monument or something, and you're like, well, that's cool, but do we need a show about it? <laughs> Never mind. Bring that back. And that's all YouTube is. What am I talking about? Yeah. That, that such yeah. ni- niche genre that's stuff. That's all YouTube is. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Josh? I really liked it. It's been a while since we've good movie, so. I did say that this is probably the best movie on my list right yeah, now. I'm worried about the other two now. I mean, this was really good, but <laughs> so I imagine the other two are... You said this was a drama. I would say that this is a courtroom comedy? Uh, comedy drama. Like, serious comedy. stakes are on the yeah, line. Yeah, there is some serious And it feels stakes. heavy in some parts. It doesn't feel like a, far, a Fairly Brothers comedy, kind of, where, oh, we might be sent to the electric chair... Oh, what do we do? Bang, run into yeah. the bars kind of thing. There is some physical comedy, like one moment from Joe Pesci, well, and I loved have, it. You can't have Joe Pesci in a movie without making him fall on the ground. It was so, <laughs> as Josh would say, home alone. He calls for it in every pretty home alone. He slips on the ice or something and just boom, what? right on yeah. his back. I love that Mud. you yeah. always talk about how a movie is becoming home alone, and we watch this movie, and you didn't realize that this was... The guy from home The guy alone. from home alone. We're like, Josh, who's that? And cricket noises. <laughs> <laughs> I would recognize if it was Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> would you? Would you? Yeah, we'll find I out. I found another. He's got a movie coming out this year. A Corey movie. A Corey Corey movie. Really? I found another one that I didn't know existed. Okay. And it's. I'm sure um, there's a lot. It's like Dream a Little Dream Two, the sequel. Okay. I yeah. seen the first one. Oh, okay. There you go. Double hitter for a double Corey. Mm-hmm. That's a quad. Something. Yeah. Corey that's, is a that's, power. That's a four by four Corey. <laughs> hey, that's a sturdy structure for Corey's. <laughs> this, well, explain it, Josh. What what happens? Uh, two kids get falsely accused of murder, and their cousin Vin is there to be her defense attorney, and he wins the case. Woo! Very succinct. He's not. He doesn't law much though. No. So there's some struggles. Yeah. But he's good at he doesn't know arguing, what he's doing. so that makes up for it, I guess. He's also good at sniffing out bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's, he's good at arguing, but I think that implies a sense of, like, he's just good at getting his way. In this, it seems like he's really good at finding out the truth, which is... He's good at picking apart people's arguments. Oh, for sure. Uh, so much to the point that him and Marissa Tomei use it as a flirting technique, as foreplay. <laughs> like, uh, just the most bullshit argument you could have. Like, That's probably one of the best scenes in the did, movie. Did you peel the potatoes right? Yeah, I peeled the potatoes right. How'd you know you peeled them right? <laughs> I used a certified potato peeler made by Potato Co. Was it calibrated right to the right kind of potatoes, the Idaho potatoes? Yeah. Idaho potatoes have the same density as red potatoes, which means 3.5 millimeters from the skin. That way you get all the eyes. Yeah. And it's just like, boom, fuck town. Yeah. Or they were talking about, like, torque on a wrench or something later The sink was dripping, and it was driving him crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, no. It was driving him horny. (laughs) Okay. So one big thing about this movie is we all know it's a movie and that there's suspension of disbelief. I'm, I'm just thinking about a new oh, series called it. Driving in Horny. <laughs> but That's all Uber thing, is, isn't it? One <laughs> thing I could never get behind 
in this movie, not just because the obvious reasons, but just because it really didn't feel like they had that much chemistry together. Oh, Joe Pesci and Marissa Tomei. And Tomei Marissa Tomei being together. They both got the parts because they're great. They're both fantastic. And eloquent speakers. Yeah. Uh, they, that's why they uh, were great. Well, that's why Joe Pesci's so great arguing inside and outside the courtroom. And Marissa Tomei, too, she gets her, sh the, she cracks the case wide open. We'll get to it. Well, I kind of, Joe Pesci figures it out and he figures, she's well, the one that can He figures out it. that she has the knowledge to prove. Yeah. The Because he noticed the picture that she looked at. He did, She didn't notice it. He pointed it out to her. Oh, there's a bunch of, like. Because she's the one who took all those pictures. The whole movie. Well, they're a good team. Yeah. They, oh my god, that should be a sequel. They're a, why was there never a sequel to this where they're a lawyer, te a lawyer team? I don't know. That would have been fun. But, so okay, here's a, here's a little bit of trivia about this movie. This movie is Look considered... Look who's now. This movie is considered to be one of the most accurate portrayals of a trial in, movie, in movies. Really? What? Wow. Not to kill a mockingbird or any of the classic... No, they horror. literally... To the wow. point where this is showed to, to new lawyers. That's crazy. And like, I, I, and don't, so, I don't know like, It's like expert. recommended for... like It's like recommended movie watching for new lawyers. Oh, well, I, 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 uh, welcome <laughs> Mr. Shipler to... Um, well, I guess now we have to call it... Uh, Van Houten, Ferrar, and Schipler, <laughs> and, uh, did I pronounce your name? Yeah, you Van Leningham. Millhouse? Yeah. Yeah. Everything's coming up Van Houten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, now that you're here, uh, Esquire, sorry, Schipler, Esquire. Now, oh, it's, for, it's formal now. We have... We have a viewing list for you and a reading list. Uh -huh. It's all John Grisham. <laughs> Almost both of the lists. Be warned. Yeah. You're and, in and for also, a treat. My cousin Vinny. Yes. My cousin. Oh, you see all that at the, at the bottom there. That's a more lighthearted one. No Harrison Ford. No. Well, there are some bullets to the head. Ah, but it's presented in a much more lighthearted way. The reading list, as I said. Entirely Grisham. <laughs> Enjoy. Come back in ten days and you'll be ready to be a lawyer. Of an echo on that. <laughs> that is kind of how they how Joe Pesci's treating this. Until later. So his whole character When we find out the truth. But does go he ahead. wanna be a lawyer or does he, he not want to be a lawyer? A he lawyer. wouldn't have taken this case if he didn't want to be a lawyer. It was well, family. It was because it was his family. Yeah, but also lawyer. No. But he'd not been doing it for six years, and he could have been. He passed the bar six years <laughs> ago. He went to law school. What was his motivation for going to law school? He explains it at so once. Yeah. He had a friend who was a judge. No, or, he, or, or he got a attorney, right? he got a he got a what he called a crappy parking ticket. Mm. Uh, and then he took it to court, and he took uh, he defended himself against the cop against yeah. the cop, and. Uh, Sat the cop down in the chair until he until he got the cop to admit that he was wrong. Okay. And then the lawyer took him aside, or the Ob judge took him aside. Objection, your honor. What? Bullshit. That's just what his friend told him. The cop didn't show up. 
He's like, yeah, I taught that cop a thing or two, and that judge was so proud. He was like, you should be a lawyer, no, man. No, that, that comes up later on that that actually means it's true. Because uh, that's who Marissa Tomei contacted to send oh, the bag okay. backs to the judge at the end. So it actually so worked out it for was, us. That was real. Oh, that's and awesome. And that was the confirmation that it was real. You're right, because that leads into the fact that their, their family is amazing arguers. They can argue their way out of anything. Right? Yeah. Okay. That's what he said. Or he says, no one can pull the wools over a Gambini's eyes. Nice. Is one of his lines. Uh... Did either of you ever do mock trial in school? Yes. I was in a play about a mock trial. Oh, shit. Okay. That's... We're going to get to it. I'll go first. Because I got one. Okay. Whoever wants to. Go ahead. I don't I, remember much. Mine was probably the re- least realistic because it was a mock trial for fantasy characters. Okay. I played two parts. I was Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk being charged for breaking and entering. Two parts in two different trials. Or in the yeah, same trial. It was two different trials. I well, that's fine. Trials. Yeah. I played Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk. Part, pardon the sirens. <laughs> and then, yeah, we live in Albuquerque, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, the other part I played was uh, Papa Bear of the Three Bears. As Jack, did you have to be, were you like breaking and entering? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I was a defendant of breaking and entering, like... My house had been broken and into by gold. There's a lot of breaking and entering in fairy tales. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> doors were made of fucking candy. You could eat your way in. <laughs> there must be more candy inside. <laughs> if you found a candy house, imagine what they're keeping inside. It's true. Uh, children. children. <laughs> I'll eat my way through this house and rescue you. I just... That's already a You don't have to eat the way to the house. You could just open them and open the door and let them out. It's like a dark chocolate door. Ooh. Ooh. It's like, here's Johnny, but you're just like mumping your way through the door. I still haven't seen that. The Shining? Oh, we'll put it on the list then. Ooh, should we do the Kubrick version? Yes. Or the made-for-TV version? No. A lot of... Fans say the made-for-TV version is more true to the story of Jack Torrance's struggle. Who says that? Stephen King? (laughs) You think it's all Stephen King? (laughs) The entire subreddit who's like, fuck the Kubrick version, look at King's version. The Kubrick one didn't even have the walking menagerie of plants. Yes, that was... Or the beehives. That was all (laughs) accounts made by Stephen King. (laughs) Because <laughs> he hated that movie so uh, that, that, much. That explains why they were all like Scary K, 1NG. <laughs> Roadside Accident 22. Did you hear about this new one they're making, the sequel? Do- uh, doc- do- Doctor Sleep or something? Yeah. Uh, some people are disappointed that it's a sequel to the Kubrick version and not the made-for-TV version. And it's like, oh. Who's that, Stephen King? <laughs> <laughs> you know Dean Koontz is financing it just to piss him off? No, because it's still his book. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fine. It's, I'll watch it. I'll probably like it. You know who else is going to be fine? Joe Pesci. Yeah? Yeah. How so? In this movie. Uh, I'll explain. 
Well, well, it starts off not being fine. Yeah, he gets. There's a lot away. of not being fine. He gets dragged away from New York City to help his cousin. To help his cousin in Alabama. Why are they driving through Alabama? What do they want to do? I don't know what they want. Go to, to Disneyland if you have to drive through Alabama. Just. Don't go to Disney World. You don't have to go to Florida. I don't, do you think those two adult men, like... They're 19. 19. They might be going. They're going to Disney World? That's what you think? Yeah. It's, maybe they're coming back from Disney World. It's 92. We don't know which way they're going through. Like, maybe they were just <laughs> hanging out in Daytona Beach. Yeah. Maybe... I don't know. Who, who cares because they're not relevant in this movie at all? No. Other than what... Which is This movie great. started... I love that it is. And I was like, I had no idea there were other characters. (laughs) Like like I said, I always thought it was like Joe Pesci, and I didn't know what he was accused of. But I thought he was the defendant. Oh, was the. Yeah. Yeah. Because he would make a great defendant, too. He's great. He usually plays a criminal. Exactly. Um. Sort of a criminal in this. It's one funny. It's funny in. that this is our introduction to him because, believe it or not, that character, that guy, usually plays like the heavy or like, like the intimidating guy in like super serious Pesci? roles. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like in Goodfellas like we talked about. And, I haven't seen a lot of Pesci at all. JFK. Just Home Alone, really. He's been in a lot of stuff. Okay. And he's done quite a few serious roles. What do you, what do you call I mean, he's a, Home Alone? Uh, uh, soloers. Like, no. (laughs) Because they're all alone. Like, (laughs) not aloners? No. Not loners? No, it gets real confusing because Solo just came out. Yeah, yeah. Homers? No, no, that's The Simpsons. Specifically, fans of Homer. Yeah, okay. Probably just, uh, home alumni. Wet Bandits. Uh, So bad. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Wet bandits. Wet bandits. Yeah. Rule. Wet bandits. Yeah. yeah. If you're a fan of Home Alone, you are officially you're a wet, wet bandit. bandit. Okay. I should make pins that. that are just wet bandits. It's like it's in the Home Alone font, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a soggy washcloth stuffed in a drain, and it says "Wet Bandits" in the Home Alone font, with like a little red window lit up on one of the letters. <laughs> so, I have a theory. That he wants to be a lawyer, but he only That this only is the same likes... universe as Home Alone? No, that's your theory. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. My theory for why he wants to be a lawyer is, uh... He likes the arguing part, but he hates... He thought that that's all it was gonna be. And then he realized that it's all the procedural... Like, the procedural stuff. But then why would he take the bar six times if you're... Is it, like, times two? This is tough, yeah. yeah. He, okay... We got, like, a thing I think he just wants. beginning I think, of the movie. I agree. I think he wants to get to the art part, and he's like, fuck it, I'll just get through everything else. Well, I and think the, the, reason he, the, the only reason he took this case is because family was in trouble. What was the first... There, we had a sequence of 666, right, when he gets to Alabama. What was it? It was six times he had taken the bar exam. Six years he had been a lawyer without taking a case. And no, he's taken cases. He's just never gone to court. Okay, and six what? What was the third one? Six... Days or something, six weeks? Uh, he's been practicing for about six weeks. Six weeks, that's what it was. I thought somebody in Alabama was going to be like, he's the devil, get him, we can't really let him represent somebody. Yeah, I thought there was going to be a lot more, like, attrition here. Like, I thought that the, the judge or the other turn was going to be like, there's going to be a lot more back and forth, where, like, Pesci would, like, you know, the guy would object or something, she would shoot him down. There really wasn't a lot... It was kind of just like, all of you witnesses or shit, 
I win. He starts off on a good note. Because he gets to the jailhouse and he's like, show me where the newest prisoners are. And they take him right to the cell. They lock him in, which is kind of like, oh, that's a little weird. What do, yeah. I, what do I do that? Well, I mean, he hands them money for some reason. It's a tip. It's bribing him. As, I think it's just a straight up tip. Like, he's already in. He would have had to bribe him before you he got You tip your in. jailers now? Because he's from New York. That's what we're just punching home. Yes. <laughs> They're out of towners from New York because they're wearing heavy leather jackets. She's Speaking wearing mini skirts. They're constantly wearing sunglasses indoors for a while. But, uh. They do a lot of time setting us up that, hey, look, it's New Yorkers in the South. They have to wake up really early because of loud southern noises. Oh my god. They never, they don't night. know what grits are and have never. No, do you get that they're in the South yet? How 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 do you don't cook forget grits? they're from New York? I agree that the fish out of water part is not the strong suit of this movie. No, they do spend a lot of time in the courtroom, which is nice, but they spend no. a lot of time setting this. If up. they're doing the fish out of water, I feel like it could have worked if it was set up with the cousins, the two boys. No, fuck them. I'm glad they're not in this movie at all. <laughs> well, like Vinny's just get it out of the way in the first five minutes. They like, established it with the grit scene. Yeah, they're like it's like fucking five minutes of them like eating. And going like, what is that? But that oh, grit scene comes important. Is it no, I know. It's a callback, yeah. But it's a, it's a double it's a double win. It it's, it matters to the court. Is that also shows that they're fish water done? Like, we don't need them waking up at five every morning, no matter what hotel, and we don't need them going out to shitty. Oh, cabin but that's in the just woods. that's just because it's funny. It's comedy. It's fun. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. Okay. It's just because it's funny. It's funny that they keep can't. It was funny the first time. It's the kind of funny that you need a laugh track to know that it's funny. There was a lot of jokes. Like the rape scene when they get brought to the jail. Exactly. It's a huge misunderstanding. That was like, oh, oh, it's a joke. They were talking like it was rape. It, understand. Okay, that's real funny. Thanks, movie. For, and that was our thanks. first introduction to like this dialogue that Pesci is a part of, the, where he can just talk and talk and talk. But it's so everything he out says, of place. He gets thrown in the jail. The guy, the friend doesn't know. Who he okay, is. you're he in jail. It's your first day in jail, and it's yeah. right out at like. 9 a.m. You see a guard. You see a guard come up with this little gremlin, high-pitched motherfucker, and he a, hands the guard a fifty in a leather jacket, and he's like, "Yeah, thanks for bringing me to the fresh meat for the new prisoners." And you're like, "That guy, like that? Well, like, that's who they sent?" He's clearly from New York. He knows that the cousin Vinny coming. Wouldn't they like, immediately really? be like, "Hey, use talks like us." Yeah, <laughs> like, right. <laughs> Like, I mean, no, this goes on. Hey, oh! <laughs> Pizza! Yeah. Like, this goes on for so long. It's and he's like, I'm scene. here to get to the bottom of it. What do you think? I came here to get jerked off? And yeah, then, it's a bunch of. It's a bunch of. It's like, oh, we're gonna make it a, a real. Joke. We're gonna make it real quick, like an in and out affair. Just, there's no harm, <laughs> no pain. And he's just like, you might. He's like, oh. You but, should be down on your knees thanking me. It's like, you're in Alabama. This is not who they would send <laughs> to, like, just kill newbies. Like, I would buy it if the friend was, like, some, like, nervous nerd guy. He was. But they're just, but they're just, like, dudes. Oh, I need more. I either need more from that friend or he cannot be in the movie. They didn't need him. Neither of them no, be in the movie. They're cardboard cut. Joe Pesci could have they're, All they're there for himself. is to set up the movie. That's the whole point. But it could have just been Joe Pesci, right? Like, it really could have. Like, Joe Pesci accidentally steals a can, you know, gets accused for murder, defends himself. 
Whoa, he's judge. But then it would just be called Vinny and not my cousin Vinny. No, because uh, Marissa Tomei could be yeah. his cousin and make way more sense. Yeah, that be called would make way Vinny. more sense. Yeah. Oh, there's not a, trouble. Not a super attractive. 30-year-old Marissa Tomei dating a 55-year-old child. Wait, was he 55? Yeah. He was 55 Yeah. God. So he is like 70 now. Which, by the way, they mentioned they've been dating for 10 years. years. They've been engaged for 10 years. So she was like 20 and he was 40. Mm-hmm. And he picked her up. And was like, hey, you can get in my car. And she was like, Oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it made no sense. You, uh, I... There must I, be worse. We saw Lost Boys, right? All of them were like 40. And they're supposed to be teenagers. They're vampires! <laughs> <laughs> I guess. The girl wasn't a vampire, though, was she? No, no see, the main problem... She was one in training. And it is, you're right, it, it is a thing that's in a lot of movies where... They're way they, too old for their part? Yeah, no, where, like, a dude is way too old for the girl that he's with. Okay. In movies. It happens a lot. It still happens. It's very pervasive, yeah. A lot. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta and I remember them. watching these kind of movies when I... It wasn't even the... I say these kind. You'll get, like, I remember watching with some 25-year-old as he, that he ends up making oh my God. at the end. I'm if like, you, come on, dude, you're, like, 60. This Come new, on! This new chart came out of Leo DiCaprio. It charted out his age, and it just, you know, age naturally keeps rising at a steady pace. There's no dips down. But it keeps going up, and his girlfriends plateaued at, like, 21, 25. Uh-huh. And it continues to this day. It's not just in films. It's the whole culture. But, uh, yeah, I remember watching movies when I was a kid, and my relatives just being like, oh, that, that's been a thing forever, ever since medieval times. Like, old guys have married young ladies. And they just feel like, that's a thing. Just, that That's a thing. And, like, mm-hmm. write it off like that. And I always thought that was so fucking weird. It is weird. <laughs> it is a thing. I don't know if it, that, that means we have to, like, accept it as something good. I mean... <laughs> love is love. We're yeah. not shaming anyone with an age gap relationship. This is purely saying Joe Pesci probably witnessed a Tomei, and it was purely an act of the director. Like, she's from Jersey. She can talk just as fast as him. Like I said, it's a good pairing. It's a great couple. They're both amazing actors. Should be, co- should be cousins. Just make them cousins. Yeah. Uh, Josh, what was your courtroom experience in Mock Trial? Uh, it was in uh, English college English class. I don't remember much about it. Um, the only thing I remember is we were on teams, right? Because we had to get through in the class. It was like two or three people on the each defense team, mm-hmm. prosecution team. Um, I was on defense team. And all I did was learn, like, court jargon. Like, you know, how to, you know, object and, like, what you can object on and stuff. That, and that's all I did. During the court, so it was like anytime they did anything that like was like a court infraction, just call them out on it. Okay. And the teacher would have no choice but to sustain because I wasn't wrong. Oh, okay. So like I kind of just shut their argument by going law, <laughs> and then <laughs> so having to sit like, down. Sort of like uh, Mr. Munster is in the beginning of this movie, where he's just like, sometimes guilty is better. That's kind of thought like why I was expecting a lot of this. Like there was no objection. 
really there was no there was like, a couple there were but they, they were like dramatic un- or anything they were unlawfully sustained in some way. yeah it's like not unlawfully because that's he goes the up to the judge power. at one point it's like I have a perfectly valid and he's like get fucked and then he just sits back it's like okay like he calls for a recess and he gets less time than he's supposed to like, it's because the judge the judge doesn't like him the well, judge no. doesn't like him and he thinks he's a fraud at that point yeah, yeah. he's 1992 googled him and he's like <laughs> he's like and two weeks later a telegram comes on an owl and it says that dude's dead and he's like hey that dude's dead and Pesci's like, so, yeah, well, you heard my name wrong. Yeah, I gotta just come up with it. A... I can do this all day, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have that many owls. But <laughs> it takes forever for info to travel. Uh, that background that was up for a while, I'm glad it changed. It was freaking me out. It was these rolling green hillsides. It's just a background playing on our screen telling us the time while we're recording. But... It was like a car driving on these rolling green European hillsides, and it totally... You remember the early days of E-Bombs World and shit? Yeah. That German energy drink commercial or something where it was just a car going, and then a zombie popped up and blew your headphones or speakers. (laughs) Yeah. Looked just like it. (laughs) I was just waiting for this Windows Google background to have a jump scare. (laughs) You know what else is a jump scare? Joe Pesci getting woke at 5.30 in the morning. The first time was uh, Steam Whistle. Steam Whistle. At a factory. train. Who, he goes and he talks to someone about it. Like, whenever, this is whenever we have the grit scene where they're like, are you going to eat it? They're like daring each other to eat grits. <laughs> he said it's corn. How exotic is that? Just try the fucking grits. Corn like, and lard. Yeah, so much lard. So much lard. Um, but, uh... He, like, asks about it. He's like, there's that god-awful whistle at 5 o'clock. And the guy answers, like, yeah, you can hear it from miles around. It lets everyone know in the town that it's time to get up. Oh. I'm just like, fuck that town. Yeah. Don't want to live there. Fuck Don't tell me whistle. when I get up. That whistle would get blown up <laughs> by something or somebody. <laughs> Yeah, a citywide alarm clock? I don't fucking think so. so. No, thank you. Time to start your day so you can get to work bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. <laughs> early to bed, early to rise. Uh, um, the second time he's woken up is by a ton of pigs at the oh, yeah, pork chop store like, or whatever. Right across the street. Uh-huh. Then, then the train. Uh-huh. And then an owl... Because apparently owls are really loud. He gets all chummy with the defense. And he starts making friends with him. And he's like, hey, give me your files. And Marissa Tomei's like, you haven't read a thing about this rule book they you. don't know you. law at all. Because they have to give you the files. You just haven't asked for them yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, There's a lot of stuff that happens like that. But where it, also like, the prosecution's like, take my cabin. Get a good night's sleep out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like... He just wants him to sleep so good he misses the trial. But instead of sleeping in the fucking cabin, him and Marissa Tomei drive their car out into the middle of a field. Well, they go to the cabin, but then there's course, like that yeah. screechy owl. That he, that's the scene where he comes out with a gun and oh, he shoots. He just has a leather jacket. he has jacket. a leather jacket and no pants on. <laughs> it's like, I love he puts on his leather jacket to go outside, but bang, not his bang, pants. Bang. You need your armor. <laughs> So, yeah, they decide to go out to a field and obviously do it in the back of a car. And uh, he's like, oh, no, my plans are ruined again because now it's storming. And it's like, I don't think they're ruined, per se. <laughs> um, 
He wakes up and it's rained so hard that his car is stuck in the mud. Mm-hmm. You think this de- uh, prosecution lawyer so, was like, he's going to take that car out into the fuck field. And I know it rains at this time of year. I don't night. think so. No? No. It's perfect, though. The way the moonlight glitters off the clover. I don't think there was that much thought put into that. I think... He put up a little sign. This is like... Tap, tap, tap. Fuck feels. It's like a, a Wiley Cody thing. So... Arrows. Yeah. <laughs> the main antagonist of this movie, I would say, is the judge. Yeah. Yeah, of course. The prosecution lawyer is his fucking friend. Like, they're buddies by the end of this. Yeah. He's like, you can come and work for me anytime you want. You're amazing. Like, I had this in the bag. <laughs> this is Alabama. It's so easy to fry people in that electric chair. <laughs> they were living a wall's distance away from, like, l- riding Experts the lightning. Experts frying things. Yeah. yeah. In all forms. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so that is Fred Gwynn, who you said was... Monster. Yeah. Herman he Monster. looks pretty old, so mm-hmm. he must have been in film a while. Uh, he, you know the black and white series, The Monsters? Yeah. It was sort he of was like... the Frankenstein the, guy. Oh, okay. It was the beef version of the Adams Family. Yeah. Uh, he also played... I don't know the character's name, but he does, says the famous line, Sometimes dead's better in the first Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. The original first Pet Cemetery. This new one might get a sequel. Have you watched this new one yet? No. Me neither. With John Lithgow playing his part. Really? Sometimes guilty is better. He gets held in contempt so many times. Joe Pesci does. Oh my yeah. god. Running so, yeah. Here. The first time for just running his mouth. The second time for his No, it's suit. because he doesn't understand what an arraignment is. So he's like, I just want you to say... If it is totally because he guilty is running his mouth. Or not guilty. Exactly. And he, he doesn't say that. Yeah. He says other things. He keeps saying other things to the point where he spends the night in jail and has to pay $200 to get bailed yeah. out. The boys, on the other hand, have a $200,000 bail yeah. set for them. Because they're in there for murder. They're gonna, they're gonna com- like execute them. Oh yeah, they're gonna fry them for shooting a gas station attendant over a tuna argument. That's what they think happened. Yeah, like, this is a strange case, and everybody knows it. They just don't, they don't fucking care. Uh, no, they just wanted to get it over with and fry them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, See that Karate Kid burn? They didn't even go to the jury. It just re. So they set up the whole jerk. Ever. And then the defense just drops all jerks. We didn't get, uh... Yeah, because they... Because he knows he can't win. Yeah. Like, why bother setting up the jury, then? Yeah. They're not going to have a cool jury Because you can't oh my have God, an entire... Right. You can't have an entire movie about a trial and not have a jury in it. No, but, like, that's what I mean. <laughs> you can have an entire movie with a jury in it and then not go to the jury. I'm on Josh's end, side. For them to say, he's innocent. Yeah. Because they're very biased when they select the jury. Even at a point where they talk to some old lady. I'm arguing that maybe this guy, this lawyer dude, who maybe is like the good guy in this town. He's like, oh, I He's like, if we we let it go, they're still going to vote to fry him. But I know he's innocent now, so I'll drop the charge. Oh, it would have been nice if there was a line there. Okay. I have to step in now. Because I'm on Josh's side. Like, they set it up where this jury is... Very biased. They interview the lady and she's like, I won't see him fry. And it's like, whoa, she can't be a juror. Right? This is... No. <laughs> That's immediate dismissal. 
That's how you get out of jury duty, kids. So Marissa Tomei is studying this huge book of Alabama law. Joe Pesci is starting to realize that winning a court case is sort of like unraveling bullshit and like sniffing out the truth of any any situation. It's what he's good at anyway, but he starts to realize that if he does it in the courtroom to each individual person, he goes and talks to him. He goes and has interviews all over the town. Takes pictures. Yeah. He does good work. He does really good detective work. Um, and we is that a part of being a lawyer? Being a detective? Is that, is that probably when you don't have an entire defense team? Like, you, somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it, which is really scary. You think like most lawyers have like a private eye on retainer or no. something, or like no. someone in the company that does no, that would that? cost so much. Like, eat, have you seen that John Oliver special on like public defendants? Each one spends like ten minutes on each case because they're public defendants. They're paid nothing, and they have to unravel five hundred cases a day. Yeah. So they're just looking at the evidence, like, oh well, well I guess I'll. Plead no contest on this one. Like, no, they're not hiring their own private detectives. That would be a wonderful world. That would extend. Well, no, that would be a terror. That would like capitalize law, which I guess we kind of have to do anyway. But Mm. it sucks. It's like total going back to Roger Rabbit. Like that case wouldn't have been solved without private detective. Yeah, but he wasn't a lawyer. I'm just saying, he did a lot of, like, casing and, he did? and work. I, I guess, I, whatever I thought of being a lawyer, that's not something that would pop into my head. It's but more it reviewing makes sense. evidence and stuff. It makes sense that it would be like that. You definitely... Phoenix Wright is like that. Yeah, Phoenix Wright's like that. Phoenix Wright's like that. Coming up. Phoenix Wright's a game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a live-action movie that I'm putting on. Whoa, okay, that's cool. Didn't know that. Yeah. My next list is... is Live-action anime adaptations. Ooh. Once, we get, oh, no. once we get through the documentaries... Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Oh, God. Dun-dun-dun. It's gonna dun, dun. be Phoenix Wright. Are you gonna make your list video game movie adaptations? Oh, please! Just make it a fucking please. worst... Video game high school... Fucking Scott Pilgrim... Mm. No, you're picking... You're picking okay ones. Yeah, I'm talking Street Fighter. Video game high school is good. Street Fighter is great! What are you talking live about? action one? Yes, it was amazing. Well, you have bad taste in movies. <laughs> <laughs> I really haven't Dude. seen it outside of the 90s. No, stop. <laughs> like, every decade, I'm like, they should make a Doom movie. And then it clicks, like, ten minutes later, and it's like, no. they did! <laughs> and, like, images flood back, and I'm back on Mars, and the rock is there. No! <laughs> Pixels. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. Justin. Yes, I've seen Pixels. Yes, put on the list. No, I'm not going See, to do that. See, he has the power. <laughs> he has the touch. Dun, dun. Transformers, the movie, the cartoon one. That's a good one. Which one? The oh. 80s one. Oh. We watched oh, that. No, the G.I. Joe one we The G.I. Joe one we watched. You ever seen That's the G.I. Joe movie? I've seen the live action No, movie. I'm talking about the cartoon no. one. It's... Awesome. We can't get into like direct to TV movies. No, it's too big of a thing. These are theatrical releases, I believe. What? I'll put a direct to TV movie on there if I want. Not for cartoons, though. That's too much of a can worms. They're good, though. Are they? Uh, Yeah. Okay, Okay, well, make your next list then. (laughs) So, we're at the trial. 
Things are not looking Finally, good at the beginning. We're at the trial. Not at all. He doesn't know what he's doing. He gets thrown into jail every time Pesci. he goes to court. Like four days in a row. And they've already cashed half the. They get another traveler's attorney, checks. And he's like worse. Like the first two times he gets held Oh, yeah, this dumped. is another weird ongoing joke that, it, like, is. They have I didn't really find funny. I found them getting woke up. Like, that's fine enough as yeah. a joke. Like, that's a good running gag to have. I'm fine with that. The one I didn't quite understand was the one with this dude that uh, Marissa Tomei hustled at pool and wouldn't pay. Yeah. And there's this ongoing thing where Joe Pesci meets him. He's like, you uh, played my girl at pool here and didn't pay. I'm here to collect. And the guy's like, you can lick my salty nutsack. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm almost the right size for that. But how would I take the money? Yeah, he's no, like, he's just like, oh, that's what we lawyers call a counter offer. You just made a counter offer. Yeah. <laughs> salty nutsack or $200. I'll take $200. And the guy's like, I'm going to rip you to pieces. And he's like, not if I rip you to pieces first. But wait, if I... There's a lot of... He's talks a lot. This is talky-talky. Yeah. This yeah. is... Almost like a Tarantino kind of thing. This has fallen out of style, and I gotta say, I'm okay with it. He like, there was so much talking in movies. Give me more... <laughs> give me more silent films. Give me more shit where the soundtrack talks. Like, the 90s were so full of talking. I get No, wait, don't listen to that. You're listening to a podcast where all of this is talking. Yeah. Strike that from the record. <laughs> Um, the court show that it has been stricken from the record. <laughs> now you have to forget it. It was never said. It was never mentioned. It's it's non-existent. Which you mentioned is bullshit. Like that's yeah, such a right? sneaky way. I don't know law that well, but that's such a sneaky way to win a trial. Is be like, quick, look at these three by four glossy prints I had made of the murder victim that he killed. Yeah, and, it's and like, they're like, you're well, you're not allowed to do that. And it's like, well, look at right. Oh. You're Don't right. look at him. You're right. I'm not allowed to Don't do, do that. it. I'm not allowed to Don't, do yeah, that. Holding him up in front of the jury. I'm sure that Running this back and forth. Won't affect your decision in any way. Maybe they get a new jury in that case. They definitely don't. It takes so long to get a jury. Does it? Everyone's on jury duty. Like, constantly, though, right? Yeah, but it takes forever to select the judicial system is so broken and backed up. It's like, do you know how a jury is selected? I haven't been on jury duty, so no. It's the prosecute. It's like picking the same kickball team, but they mm-hmm. alternate who's on it. Like it's like picking who's on a kickball team. Okay, they, wait, wait. They wait. have to agree. Both the prosecutors and the defenders. Why have would to you agree. go to kickball rather than baseball when they're the same positions? This like, is what went to my head. Okay, just wondering. Like, I didn't know if I'd missed a position on the kickball diamond that was somehow different from the baseball diamond. No, it's the same. Okay. Okay, continue. Sorry. (laughs) Not a sports person. I am not. No, me neither. Um, But yeah, that's what I was saying. How is it picked, like, a kickball team? Oh, I'm just saying, like, it's like a draft. You have a pool of people... And they're like, they're, the, oh, they're the like, prosecution's I like, I you. want that one. Uh-huh. On the oh, and, the oh, defendant, and I pick them. And the defendant's like, I want that one. And I pick that one. I want that one. I want that one. Yeah, okay. And then they fill out the jury. Ooh. So it's like really tall on one side of the jury usually, and like the losers on the other side. <laughs> you have to have a dress code on your own jury? I did. Oh, yeah. What? You have to have code? a certain dress code even to enter courthouses. Mm-hmm. Is it like... Casual for mm. or like super like a button up shirt and slacks. I couldn't wear jeans. Okay, I've got, I've got that barely. 
Yeah. But if you don't have it, you just can't. You, just you have, have to, to get it. You have to get it. Jeez. They don't pay you until after you do it. That's true. And they pay you like minimum seven dollars an hour or something. Yeah. That's rough. Yep. And you have to do it. Yeah. Not only do you have to do it, but whenever I got selected for jury duty, there was a guy who had to come there, and he lives two and a half hours away. Oh, did he like move or something? Or? No, he just happens to still fall in this jurisdiction. Oh wow. There's a simple way. But you only do it like once a of... year, right? Or once a lifetime, right? No. no. Jury duty. It's really? once a year. If you get selected more than once a year, you can uh, opt out. You can opt out. No, I mean, like, realistically, how often does a person... Oh, like, you got it last year and this year, right? I've got it twice this year. Really? But not any time before that. I was selected... No one in my family's gotten selected before. Okay. So... They got your picture, and they're like, we want him. Like, I you think the prosecution or the defense But they didn't pick him. me to be on the jury. Oh. I went for selection, and they're like, nope, we don't want that guy. <sighs> Neither of them picked He's me. too hip. Did you uh, follow Homer's advice from The Simpsons? Just say you're racist against everyone. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I went the opposite. I said that I uh, that I agree that if someone's on trial, that uh, I have a disposition to think that they're guilty. <laughs> wow. They didn't like that. No wonder they didn't. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Jeez. I didn't say that. No, you would have got on jury. Do you think you said, said anything that got you off? No, I didn't say anything. You know, like fill out a form. That's they like... asked me my name. I sat and listened to the things of, like. They ask questions like, who thinks this? Raise your hand. Who thinks this? Raise your hand. Well, and, then, and then that was it. Were there you some pretty weird jokes ones? in jail? Or, okay. No. Like, <laughs> that's why you're out. <laughs> Get out. Yep. You can't be part of the judicial system. That's when they kicked you out. You're raising your hand the wrong questions. <laughs> Fucking SJW. We don't want him in here. Get out. <laughs> Unbiased motherfucker. <laughs> So they have a bunch of witnesses that all say they saw them, and then Joe, she's like, but you didn't see them. You didn't yeah. see like, shit. I guess we didn't. So we're old, and ha- live in a shitty house, and are biased. Yeah, I can't say it's a, you can't say it's a shitty house the first because one, it has trees on the front lawn. The first one was the best one, where he got the guy with the grits. Yes. Because that was a good callback. That should have been the third. Takes 20. That should have been the last one, though. I think it was the best. Yeah, it would have been good. Old lady was too old and couldn't see. Though that did get a legitimate. That was one of this movie is entertaining and it's humorous. But the one actual like chuckle it got from me, like that I couldn't help but laugh, was whenever he was holding up the the tape and put it out. He's like, "How many fingers am I holding up?" And the judge was like, "Let the court show that he is holding up two fingers." And he's just like, "Hey, come on, (laughs) come on!" (laughs) Right. And it's the first time it flips the power structures a little, like, balanced, where the judge is like, oh, no, I, whoopsie doodle, I pulled the boner. Like, they didn't use the word boner. Like, no, but, no, that but guy, that's an old-timey term. That guy would definitely, yeah. it looks like he would say the word boner to me like and a mistake. And not yeah. know it meant a chubby. <laughs> yeah. Or a, a Charleston chew, if you will. That's one from the war. Is <laughs> so trying on candy hearts next? <laughs> Those are the balls. <laughs> Play with my candy necklace. <laughs> and then they come back and they get a car expert to talk about why it was the real car. Marissa Tomei. Well, no, no this is the first. The, the first car expert. The prosecutor's expert. This is whatever I thought that, like, I didn't 
like I misremembered a little bit because I hadn't seen this movie. I watched it a lot when I was growing up. But I haven't seen it since then. Uh, so I was like kind of misremembering it where I thought like maybe the judge was going to be straight up crooked. Yeah. Whereas it kind of seemed like he was a little bit because there's the point where this is the point where he brings in the witness and Joe Pesci was like, he shouldn't be able to do that because we have to have time to prepare. But it's because of the facts. Yeah. He's doubting his legitimacy at that point. Yeah. Yeah, Because of this, 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 and this. And the judge is like, that is a really good, well thought out. Like that's the first time that you've done something well thought out and like actually could hold up in court, but still denied. And I'm just like, oh, okay, well, like, this is where we realize, like... This is where we're going, yeah. <laughs> he flips... But no, that was the only time. And I was totally the expecting he, uh, the, the other lawyer to be a bad guy. Yeah. He's not. He's not. I mean, There's no bad guys. It's the South. Everyone's a nice guy. Uh, the the bad guys got away in a green Pontiac. We never not see Not a green Buick Skylark. Yeah. Uh, when they you take the judge's gavel and you grab it by the hammer part and flip it up and it sticks up, like, that's the judge flipping it off. <laughs> he just looks you off. And then jump. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Um, Doesn't bang his gavel that much. No. 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 There's not times. a whole lot of order. Or there's not yeah. a rowdy courtroom. No. The more is, rowdiest person is Joe Pesci. Constantly. Everyone else that's Alabama, it's way too fucking hot. But that, maybe. Because we see kids in like winter coats out on the street at one point. So I'm like. Maybe it's winter in Alabama. Oh, oh, oh. I, I see what it is. The people who live there, they're like, it's 70, it's so cold, and they got their winter coats and yeah. scarves, and Joe Pesci's like, I gotta take my leather jacket off. <laughs> okay. He does not take his leather jacket off. He does, he, he does too. Suit. He does. Yeah, he, he looks, looks like a, a guy who runs a circus and a mortuary. He looks like a bellhop to the dead. <laughs> He looks like an ice cream man who also, like, rows the river sticks. I like that the judge asks him to explain the suit, because Joe Pesci basically gets to say, you know, it's just, like, why are you wearing that ridiculous get-up, son? It's like, because your town fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> My suit got full Everyone of in your shop got the flu. I hate everything. Go die. And I had to go to a thrift store to get this, and it has a big old, like, Tail I'm wearing this for you, Judge. <laughs> oh I'm fucking God. cutting myself. It's maroon. All for you. Well, because like, the judge doesn't just ask him why he's wearing it. He says, are you, mocking me? are you mocking me with that suit? Yeah. Which I can see where the judge is oh, coming sure, from on that point. Because... <laughs> Joe Pesci, would you like to go to jail in suit? I kind of wish he wore it seriously and then bullshitted his way out of it. Yeah. Don't you know... This is the official lawyer suit of New York and the tri-state yeah. area. The maroon comes from the blood yeah. spilled of our settler forefathers who battled the British. The gold tapestry comes from the here's, gold fields of wheat. Here's my question. So we know that he lied about, like, never having a case. being To the, the judge. His yeah. name. Right. Yeah, Do we think he is actually a lawyer? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's legitimately alert. He doesn't have because he doesn't know anything. It's like getting a driver's license and then not driving. <laughs> you forget a lot in six years. He didn't know what an arbitration was. You forget a lot in six years, <laughs> and he fine. explains it to Marissa yeah. Tomei, where he's like, "No, they talk about injunctions and like petty disputes and that kind of thing in law school." You're and telling you tell me that hired they don't teach you in law school that you can look at the evidence that the other people have. That's not something that they tell you? 
That's gave him probably an something he skipped board. over. <laughs> he probably looked at his classmates. It took him six times past the bar. He might still got some questions. Wrong. Yeah, like it was six years ago. <laughs> it's forgivable. It's I think. fine. I can suspend that disbelief. And that's something he doesn't do often. <laughs> I'm just saying, would it even matter to this movie if he wasn't a lawyer? Mm, not at all. I don't think it would change things. <laughs> that would be a suspension of disbelief promise. It's like, oh, they're going to let a not lawyer no, he lied. lied. I guess the lie would have been a little too much, maybe. It's not yeah. like he showed it's anybody too. paperwork. It's not, it's not funny to just go, I'm not a lawyer. It's but, funny to go like, I'm a shitty lawyer. I haven't even lawyered. Yeah, we are left in disbelief or a uh, mystery because... He's constantly lying about who he is and what name he goes under to the head judge. And the judge is, of course, like, 90s Googling him. But why... My question is, why is he doing that? Is he not allowed to be the Because he lawyer? lied their first meeting. And I think he's so used to lying that he lied to look good. And then he has to build it up over time. So you don't think that first there was meeting, any function to him lying to the judge about being a high... Fulton lawyer. I kind of thought that they might not let him. Yeah. Does the there? judge get to determine? Yes. He's out of state. Like, so no, maybe. you can't be that lawyer. I, I think so. Like, we're gonna give him a public defendant. They like, did mention that, like, oh, you're from state. Let me ask you some questions since you're not around here. You know, maybe would have defaulted to a, a public defender or something. Or maybe he would have been like, it's not proper to put you on this case since you've never handled a courtroom case before, and this is a murder case resulting in the death penalty of two. Children, yes. almost. Yes. He would have been like, get out, go back to New York, I'll hire any of my people. The person I was going to put on prosecution, he's now defense. Uh -huh. Boom, it's done. That's not what they would do. He, he might. That guy did start, we hear his backstory too. Yeah. The prosecution, he's like, I started off as a defense attorney because I thought I wanted to, to defend the innocent, but then I got someone off, turns out he was guilty, so I switched teams. And I feel much better about putting people away. Oh, dark. <laughs> Didn't need that. Now he's not so much of a good guy. And then we get and then we get Joe Pesci's like very lighthearted traffic story <laughs> about how he became very best funny. friends with a lawyer because he was argumentative. Or um, not a lawyer, a judge. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sure the lawyer hated him. All of them. <laughs> and then they bring his fiance on. To disprove Marissa the Tomei. Yeah. She is an expert because her entire family has been mechanics. And she works. Her dad, her four uncles, her grandfather, her great grandfather, her dad on her mom's side, all three of her brothers. And he's like, How does that make you an expert? What's the starting point What's on a the boat? high speed velocity of a And you she's know, like Skylink. You're a fucking idiot. And he's like, Excuse me, and she's like that car can't do that. You basically asked me, like, if the DeLorean hits 88 miles per hour, will it really time travel? And the court laughs at him, and he's like, she's legit. <laughs> she wins the case. She does. Uh, she looks at the photo, instantly knows that it was a different car than the two boys. Because the tire tracks. So the whole setup was they were at this gas station. They were picking up supplies for their road trip. One of them accidentally put a can of tuna in their pocket. They left the gas station after paying for all their other supplies. Seconds after, another car, which almost looked identical. To it's theirs. like a Buick and a Pontiac, yeah. same color, same color, same structure. Two, two convertibles. Young men, two young men. They go in, 
and immediately get in a dispute with the clerk and blow away. Maybe not even a dispute, probably just, just a straight boom. robbery. They drive away their skid marks, and that's where the evidence comes from, is the skid marks. They're totally different cars. Uh, and we also find out that a couple days before the tr- the shooting... No, before the trials. Two men had been arrested yeah, driving the same car. car. Dri- matching gun, a- matching car. Yeah, and it had the gun that matched the wound left on the clerk. And this is an immediate win. You're right. There's no jury. It's just fanfare. You know what's you know what's ridiculous too is I bet even if they didn't steal and if tuna, this all still would have happened. So what the tuna is about is when they get caught by oh, the cops. Yeah, there's that's this huge why. misunderstanting. They it takes a while to get to get the tuna. good part of this movie. Yeah, but it's two hours, so it's forgivable. Yeah. So the this is actually I thought like a pretty good gag too. Yeah, where like it is. He, they don't say anything about Ralph, the case. Ralph just, Macchio's you know, character. There's a lot of misunderstanding humor that they the got beginning. pulled over and arrested because they stole the can of tuna. So he's like, "All right, no big deal. Yeah, I did it. I took it. By, I, I did it by accident. Uh, I'll fill out a form, do whatever to make this go by quick and easy." Yeah, and he's like. Okay. Really? <laughs> Cha-ching. Like, that's the quickest one on the books I've ever had. <laughs> and then and then, he, then they, shot it the takes a, a really this long time where he says, uh, when did you shoot him? He says, what? Pardon He's me? like, when did you shoot the clerk? He's like, he says as a question, yeah. I shot the clerk? And then the guy's like, when did you shoot the clerk? I shot the clerk? But... They're transcribing this. They bust the door. They're like, as the, he's we not have saying it as a question. He's saying a total admission, and that's what screws him over. This, at a lot of points, felt like an always sunny courtroom episode, <laughs> because Joe Pesci in the beginning is so incompetent that it's creating a lot of comedic situations between him, the judge, and the uh, people he's interrogating. He's like falling asleep in court. He's like, ah, oh, I don't want to ask any questions, and it's like. You're fucking up. That first day where they're interviewed, the first day of the trial where they have the... Because they decide that they're going to have a defense attorney, the public defender, there do it. Another guy, In yeah. case he can't and he stutters, step up. he stutters real bad. And he stutters real bad. And Joe Pesci They don't really up. play it for a joke, which is nice. They just play Yeah, it. I was really worried playing it as a joke. They just kind of play it as... This he's doesn't worse. work for our case. This yeah. isn't going to work as a public he's, defendant. He's he's and it's not that he stutters all the time. It's a nervous stutter when he's in the courtroom. Yeah. So it's that's played for surprises. It's like, oh, he. I think that was probably a bit for a laugh. Fine. And well, Andy did a shitty job at interrogating the guy. He did. He's like, oh, you had your glasses. And he's like, yeah, they're reading glasses. And he's like, oh. Uh, I didn't do any investigating. I wasn't a detective, too. Yeah. Well, he's also. <laughs> I'm a also not a defense attorney. <laughs> He has the next three cases after this one. Yeah. Meanwhile, Joe Pesci gets to like drive back with Marissa Tomei to New York and be the hero of the goddamn family. <laughs> and he free meatball subs for months. Yeah. He's no, living the good life. By the way, His Marissa Tomei's outfits in this in this movie. Outstanding. Great. Oh yeah. The entire movie, she has such great outfits. So fun, and I it was love the black and white with like the flame shoulders. It was definitely played as like shock value because oh, you're in a small, kind of conservative, repressed southern town, and oh, a woman wearing these huge, garish, outfits, like yeah. wonderful outfits. Yeah, it was that fun. colorful dress, like onesie thing she had with like the back out. That yeah. Was great. <laughs> really fun. Uh, 
Joe Miss- Pesci just kind of wears slacks and a leather jacket. Well, no, because he has really that nice. amazing mortician clown suit. He has his huge leather jacket, which his pants are up to his goddamn yeah, nipples <laughs> under this thing. Yeah, that's he's like a 50 when he's thing. playing this. He's like 53 or whatever. 55. That's not a gangster thing. That's an old guy thing. Old guy, old time. Well, they used to wear their pants real high, even when you were young back then. I think because old guys were directing their movies. They're like, pants need to come higher. They all... When pants are on film, they look three inches lower. Yank them higher. Up to your nips. Higher. Higher. <laughs> so you get that manal toe, man camel toe. Yeah. Oh, that's a detective. Yeah. Oh, that's a dick. <laughs> oh, I was listening to a podcast last night, and they were talking about all these different names for detectives. Gumshoe? No, one of them I'd never heard before and it was so good. Uh, I'll have to look it up for next episode or whatever. Email us if you give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) It was, uh, this is why we drink though. It was a murder podcast by uh, two women who do a great job. Nice. Uh, They don't need to. So Joe Pesci does it. Yeah. He does it. They drop charges. He tries to get out of he the gets courthouse a job offer. really quick. He gets quick. a job offer from the... Because in three... He has to win this court case in 90 minutes because there's another owl coming from New York with his <laughs> real credentials of, like... But instead of Billy Gazanda, Instead of Billy Gazanda, it's Billy Costanza. And uh, he's like, nah, you got the letter wrong. That guy's dead. And look, this is the real me. And you're right. Marissa Tomei calls up his friend who's the judge and she's like, hey, you been breaking the fucking law? And he's like, absolutely not. And he's like, what about for Pesci? Absolutely. <laughs> she's like, I owe that guy. He gets me out of jams all the time. So he writes a fake letter of recommendation. It's glowing. It's just highlighting his career. He has like a 100% win record, blah, blah, blah. And... <sighs> He thinks this invalidates his win. Whatever he, whatever he, yeah, he does kind of a little. I don't get it, because he got the facts after the court case. He didn't go check on the fax machine during the deliberation. He was in the courtroom. Like, they went to lunch, then they came back, and then he got the facts, right? Yeah. So, get over it. You won the court case. He did. Oh, that was their ongoing thing, is that whenever he wins his first case, him and Marissa Tomei get married. And that's the joke, is like, he hasn't practiced law in six years. He's afraid of commitment, is that the joke? Maybe. Okay. There's a lot of jokes that fall flat on this one. Oh. I'm not entirely sure why he didn't want to... Maybe he just didn't really believe that he could do it until... Yeah? He had to, and now he knows he can. Eh, he was just law apprehensive. Maybe. It probably was because he didn't want to get married. It's scary. Because <laughs> you're, not the marriage thing, but like the, the law thing, you're like, people's lives are in your hands. Yeah. Marriage is, you know, just a ceremony. Like, it's cool if you want to do it, it's cool if you're not, whatever. But uh, law, it's like these two kids live or die. They were going to the electric chair if <laughs> he didn't read that. Th- it's like a Harry Potter book, like the the two movies as one book. Yeah. And, and read this yeah. by tomorrow. Yeah, and then do good. Like, remember everything. And he doesn't. No, of course not. He doesn't remember anything. I don't think he read any of it. Well, he started reading it, and then I'm pretty sure he banged he Lisa Tomei and went oh, to sleep. Yeah, and then she started reading it, and she's like, here's the good parts you gotta read. <laughs> you're a dumbass, and you're gonna lose this case, and I'm tired of bailing you out of jail. <laughs> so, 
There's one point where, like, m- for the most part, I'm just like, why are they together at all? And then, but there's one point where, like, she finally leaves because he's, like, making fun of her for taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, just being real condescending. Oh, such her. a dick. He's just like, oh, look at this. Me in the shower. You did it. That's going to crack the case. Yeah. <laughs> but that is what cracked the case is her taking those pictures. Of course, yeah. Like, uh, it, it ends well, but he's... You're like, he is a total dick. Total dick. Uh, my mock trial experience was in high school. It was, uh, it's either my junior, I think it was my junior year, and it was through English class, and we basically just stayed late and practiced, like you said, what were objectionable offenses, and then how to talk to witnesses and, like, like outlines of trials, like we read a backstory. It was almost like playing D and D because we got a printed out sheet, and it was like, "Here's what happened. Here's your role," and everybody else had a role. And once we finalize this one, we're going to go to an actual courtroom, and there's going to be a team from another school. So we did this, and it wasn't on the weekend or anything. It was just at night on like a Friday, I remember. So we went and we met up with the other team who we never got to talk to before the actual trial. We just went straight into it. No rehearsal. And I was a witness who got pulled over with my two friends while driving somewhere. And the cops unlawfully searched the car and found drugs. And it had something to do with my fucking inhaler. I, not in real life, but my character had an inhaler and so he was, like, using it in the back seat, and the cop's like, what's that? Can we search the car? And somebody said yes instead of no. So they searched the car, and they found a little bit of, like, weed or Xanax or something. I forget what was in the script. So I'm on the stand, and I'm getting grilled by the other school. And they're like, so you were using your inhaler, huh? And I was like, yeah. You always have it with you in case of emergency? And I was like, yeah. Do you have it now? And I was like, I don't have a prop inhaler on me. <laughs> and I was just like, I, I, I was like, it fucking lost the case. It lost. I was like, no. <laughs> I was dead to rights. I got executed. You got, you got caught. I got got. <laughs> and I was just like, why did no one warn me we could do prop work? <laughs> That's such a smart question. I thought at that time as a junior in high school. <laughs> it's okay. If you had it, they would have been didn't prove that it was a prop and not a real one. I should have just gone out and got a real one. Anybody can buy one. Yeah. Uh, I should have been like, well, because my mom was there. She, like, drove me there. I should have been like, well, I do have it, but it it doesn't fit in this suit. My mom's will not do it or something. Like, some bullshit. They wouldn't have pulled her up as a witness and been like, do you have it? Joe Pesci would have. Mm-hmm. I was defense- he was on my side. <laughs> he would have made sure I had two inhalers in each pocket. One just out of my mouth, just like, <laughs> at all times. He would have coached you to use it every ten minutes while, uh, the entire time you were in the courtroom. Yeah. The, the anxiety brings on the attacks, so I have to become completely <laughs> easy. <laughs> we lost it. That was the only time I ever did that. I did take a couple college courses in criminal justice. That's, ugh, that's what I went to start. So you thought you wanted to do? Yeah. And then, and then I took, you were like... Well, I took a couple of courses and was like, oh, that shit ain't real. <laughs> Got out of that real quick and switched to the arts. I took two classes, though. 
What's that? So you took multiple classes. Uh, I took an intro to criminal justice, and then I took a more specific one on, like, crime. It was weird. It was, like, crime from the 60s to the 90s. That sounds cool. The classes were cool, of course, but every... No. We got to read a bunch of books from the perspective of, like, this... You think lawyer shit's kind of boring, but it's not. Like, you watch this, and it's pretty entertaining. And the class was, too, but what I saw was, oh, shit... If I want to exist in this system, I don't follow the rules of, like, wrong and right, and this is who's innocent and who's not. I follow the rules of who's the best, like, speaker, puzzle solver, who's the most charismatic. It's a broken system, Mm -hmm. basically. And that's what turned me off, too. But, uh, yeah, still, uh, we should look up some of the best classic courtroom dramas. Like, I'm talking, like, early black and white. Yeah. I know Ten Angry Men is a really good one, right? Oh, okay. Somebody needs to watch it then. Uh, would you recommend it? Yeah. Definitely. It's a good movie. I would too. That's the first time in a while we've had all three of us recommend it. Uh, I think the last one was Psycho? Mm, maybe. I recommended Psycho. You did. What? You liked Psycho. You did. Been a while, maybe you did like Psycho. I think we all recommended De- Demolition Man. Maybe. I remember being very on the fence about Demolition Man. <laughs> yeah, but you hopped that fence. Oh, uh, one and then it blew up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, he said five stars does not recommend. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He Classic. said do not watch. Yeah. Yeah. not recommend. Five stars, don't watch it. does not change. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie, don't fucking watch it. <laughs> you can find uh, this podcast, Have You Seen?, and our other podcast on the iTunes podcast app. Listen, I know the iTunes store is closing down. You think that iTunes podcast app is still going to stay up? It is for now. So okay. they can still find it there. Uh, it's also on podcast.com where you can directly stream it or download it for free. Yeah. Our other podcast, Balls, is found in the same place. If you want to reach us, we can be contacted on Facebook under FapCheck. FapCheck at youtube.com and fabcheck at gmail.com where you can write us any uh, recommendations, questions, concerns, hate mail, any of that good stuff. Until next time, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. Josh, you want to make a new list? Since it hasn't been picked in so long, you want to make a big list? I like my list, though. You can add to it. You I can want have, the calm before the storm. You can have, like, four movies to Justin and I's two right now. Then I have to have a theme that has four movies on it. Yeah. Have you seen that many movies? Yeah. In a theme? I don't... <laughs> is animated a theme? No, animated's more a category so or no, a genre. No, I don't think so. I, I might squeeze in one more live-action anime adaptation. Mm, that Maybe. Is that a theme? Sure, I'll yeah, go with... Yeah, that's my next theme. I'll go with that as so a theme. We gotta get through yeah. the documentaries first. Okay. You don't have... Oh, you do. You yeah. had a third. You had Bieber too. I, I remember the other two that are still on it. Yeah, the Mr. Rogers documentary and... A chef documentary. Ooh, makes, I want to roll that chef one. I love watching cooking shows. So that should be fun. You'll like it then if we get it, if we ever get it. Nice. Alright. Until next time, this has been Have You Seen? Yeah. Bye.